Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today's podcast is entitled The Cycle Continues. And as usual, I'll start this podcast off with a quote. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. And that's a quote by G. Michael Hobbs. I mean, it, it, it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. I mean, it's 110% the truth. And the, the way that the author was trying to apply this quote was basically to sum up the the cyclical cyclical uh twisted early on the cyclical nature of history um how basically we see the rise and fall of societies and basically it can be attributed to this this cycle in one way or another and we can see throughout history and with many great societies basically any great society that's been you know documented throughout history you know rome greece sparta france and and many many more that i you know i'm not going to go into right now but basically if you open up any history book it's the pages will be littered with societies that were at one point great and ultimately met their demise basically because of this cycle here in some form or another times are good because times were good, they either got cocky or let their guard down, and that resulted resulted in their downfall. And we could see the spiral as it as it unfurls. And like I always say, everything is related. Everything is everything. So as in the macro, so in the micro. As in the 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 large aspect or the the grand scheme of things, so in the small part of things. Our lives aren't you know, countries or nations or anything, anything like that, but our internal environment and, you know, our, our bodies, our minds, what we think and stuff like that, it's, it's, it can fall prey to this same cycle. So, you know, you go from a place to where you have comfort and you don't have to struggle and, and things come to you easily and, and you wake up feeling confident about yourself. The world feels confident about you. People are gassing you up, you know, telling you the things that you need and want to hear. And, and that creates a, a comfort level if you're not careful. And then we get sucked into that comfort level. And then over time, you know, we slip up. We're too cocky, too confident. We, we don't expect things to happen to us that are just normal part of life it doesn't mean you're a good or a bad person it's just life it just is what it is and and because of that miscalculation you know it it results in harder time and it's just something we all fall prey to if we're not careful and we're not cautious about how we're living our life and and being aware of our surroundings both physically and in like a spiritual sense and and in a a a mental sense like what we're reading what we're listening to what what we're allowing to come into our body through our senses through our five senses if we look over our lives more often than not our struggles come from a place of prior comfort and because of a lack of discipline unforeseen factors or a host of other reasons our comfort then becomes our downfall basically what we were just discussing if you look over your life and i just did this with myself 
the problems that you have faced in the past or that you currently may be facing, you can almost trace them all to some form of comfort. You know, money, money was getting good. You were eating constantly. You were always laying down in a, a warm bed. You didn't have to worry about, you know, where you were going to sleep, what you were going to eat. You didn't have to worry about, you know, how you can get from A to B. You, you have a vehicle now or you're able to afford gas on a consistent basis. What, whatever it may be, you have established a new norm, you know, a new comfort level. And that comfort level creates a, a, a air of, you know, laziness or, or lack of caution to where you you feel that if I could just maintain this level or if I stay where I'm at, you know, I'm good. You know, life is good. I'll be good as long as I can maintain where I'm at. But nothing stays the same. It's either getting better or it's getting worse. Nothing stays the same. And it may seem like it's staying the same over a period of time, but eventually one way or another for some unforeseen circumstance or miscalculation and judgment or whatever the cause may be, nothing stays the same. You know, it's either going to get better or it's going to get worse. And again, if we take a look over our, our lives and over the situation from beginning to end, if we kind of just detach ourselves and float above from the situation and just look down on it at the situation and be objective, we'll be able to see these connections and be able to make these connections, not from a place of emotion, but from a place of logic, like not from a why does this happen to me? I'm a good person type of uh, rationale, but from an objective, almost like a satellite view of the problem from beginning to end. You know, how could I have contributed to this for the outcome to be better? You know, just taking complete ownership of your problems, of your life. Being uncomfortable was something that was a constant part of my life from about the age of 19 to 25. And then my efforts started to be rewarded. So from the age of 19 to 25, I say in my life, this is my personal story and I'm sure a lot of people can relate. But from about the time that I got out of high school and I was on my own, I, I went away to a boarding school, so I was on my own. But my parents still had a large impact and a large influence in my life. However, when I graduated high school, I was on my own own. Like I stepped into adulthood full blown, you know, taking responsibility for everything, carrying the, the full weight of my choices and my decisions on my shoulders. So from the point, the point in time that I left high school up until about 25, you know, I was riding a struggle bus like a lot of people are. Um, or like a lot of people were. I was going to college, I was balancing the job, and you know, I didn't have the luxury to where I could just go to college and not have to worry about, you know, paying bills or have to worry about working a job. So I had to work a job because I did have bills and I was supporting myself. So I had to rush from college all the way to work and basically with no break. So college would go from I don't know, eight in the morning till about 12 or, or two in the afternoon. And then I would have to hop on my motorcycle or my car or get in my car and drive all the way. I believe it was three towns or three cities over in order to clock in for my job. And I would on a consistent, consistent, you know, basis, just barely get there in time just because of traffic lights and whatever. No matter how early I left, 
I would I would just barely get there. And the place that I work had a real strict attendance policy. So I couldn't miss work for anything. Like I couldn't clock in late. Like all forms of tardiness or absence was unacceptable. And fortunately enough, I only got written up one time in reference to my tardiness. But again, that just goes to show, you know, how the times that we live in and that the trials that we face, you know, shape us to be a certain type of person, you know, to be a certain hardness or toughness or have a certain quality about us because as human beings, we shape to our environments, you know, we may bend, we may flex, but we don't break, you know, in, in most circumstances, sometimes we break, there's nothing wrong with that. It happens, you know, everybody has a breaking point and it's different for everybody, but sometimes we bend, sometimes we break, but it's not so much about that, it's about your resiliency and how you bounce back and your persistence and, and how you get back up and get back in the fight. And some of us lose our flexibility or our ability to not break as easy because you know our efforts get rewarded. You know, as I started getting closer to 25, I started finding you know jobs with better benefits, jobs that were more stable, jobs that had the the potential to shift from just being a job like hey, I'm probably going to quit in less than a year to something that had more of a career focus. Uh, and I started getting comfortable, you know, I started getting, you know, lackadaisical. I, I let my guard down, not in a sense of like safety or anything like that, but I let my guard down as far as like that dog mentality. Like, you know, I got to get it how I live. You know, I got to constantly be planning my next move. I can't afford to take any days off, you know. Just it was just a different mentality between, you know, 19 to 25 year old Chase to 25, 30 year old Chase has just been a totally different experience. Not to say that I haven't kept that dog mentality in from that period of 25 to 30. It's just changed. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not. It's just not the same. You know, I'm, I'm not in the military like I was during that time period. I have a, a steady job. I have other things that contribute to, you know, just a different style of living. And different doesn't mean weak. Different doesn't mean bad. Different just means different. So I attack my challenges and, and the hurdles that I face in, in a different way, you know, but different isn't bad. It's just different. It's a different dog. That's all that is. It's, it's a different dog. So this is what I think David Goggins and so many others mean when they say that we have to seek and stay in a constant state of discomfort. And this goes back to a few podcasts ago, for those who listen to my podcast on a regular basis, I was talking about a training that I underwent. And I had been basically training for like the better part of a year just to attend this training that was you know, basically a day long. And I had got my body in the shape. I had got my mind in the shape. You know, my spirit was good. I was I was all present. I was all there. And I went through this tryout and it wasn't the most difficult thing I did, but it was the most uncomfortable I've been in a while. It was, it was just a constant state of being uncomfortable. And to be honest, I, I liked it because it was it was the first time in a long time that I had been that level of uncomfortable and it caused me to retreat in myself 
and to pull on parts of my characteristics of, of myself, of who I am, that I had developed all throughout my life and that I haven't used in a long time. Like they stayed dormant. You know, again, I got too comfortable. I got cushy or life got cushy. And it, it just caused me to to ref, like go into a, a another like gear or another section of my, my consciousness. And it was nice to know that those aspects of my personality, those aspects of my characteristics are still there. You know, they may be buried or they may have been buried, but they're still there. Um, I've since brought them back up to the surface and I'm using them on a, uh, I'm trying to use them on a daily basis. Again, I'm not living in the same setting, so it's not required that they're, you know, out in the forefront of my personality every single day, but I still do rely on them because it's, it's a part of who I am. It's a part of who makes me, well, a part of what makes me who I am and the characteristics that ultimately I like. It's not anything that's detrimental detrimental to me or my family, but they're positive, positive aspects of my personality that, that I developed in struggle. And I feel that would benefit me currently in this different fight with this different dog. And, you know, this, I've said all of this to get to basically this one point that this this war against comfort is just well this battle against comfort is just another piece of the war against myself you know we we need to be at a, in a constant state of war against ourselves, trying to figure out you know what's holding us back figure out what we need to push to the forefront of our personality of ourselves in order to get forward um just dissecting ourselves and, and approaching ourselves from all different angles seeing what we can better do to get us to achieve our goals because ultimately like i say in every podcast the only person the only part of the equation that's going to be the same all the way throughout all your struggles all the way to the end of your life is going to be you you know you might not be able to control all the other circumstances and things that happen to you but at the end of the day you'll be able to control you your internal environment the decisions you make the self-talk that you you participate in with yourself your emotions your uh, perspective of things you can control all of those things and in turn your ability to control those things will help you control your world not the world but your world how you see things how you respond to things you know and and basically how you maneuver through life so it's important that we are constantly going to war with ourselves in efforts to try to to try to perfect those aspects of our personality that can help us better deal with the world, better maneuver in the world. Recently, after detaching from a situation and really taking an objective view, I was able to identify comfort as the underlying source of a lot of issues. Comfort definitely has been the source of a lot of issues that I have been facing in my life here recently. I'm just, I've just gotten comfortable to a certain way of life. I'm not, you know, afraid to admit it. I'm not perfect. And you guys know that, you know, to be human means to not be perfect, you know, because that's just the way it is. And I, like I've said earlier, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, you know, it's from 25 to 30, it has just been a, a much different period in my life. but 
even though it's a different dog, it's the same dog. If that makes any sense. I'm kind of talking in, in circles or old man proverbs, kind of like that one Kobe Bryant commercial. I don't know if everybody has seen it or not, but Kanye West asked Kobe Bryant a question and he was like, he's the same dog, but a different beast, you know, or the same animal, but a different beast. And Kanye didn't know what that meant. You know, and a lot of people still don't know what that means to that day, but it, it's kind of something that you, when you go through some things, you kind of understand it. Like, I, it's the same dog, it's just a different beast. You know, a different stage in my life requires a different me. Like bringing kids into the world requires you to be completely different. You know, if, you, if you're gonna be in your kid's life in a productive or a exemplary fashion, or, you know, in, in any way that's gonna be conducive to that child growing up in what I would call a successful environment or an environment that would be conducive to that child going forth and implementing those same successful habits on future generations, whether it be your grandkids or not, you know, it's gonna require a different you. I don't see how people have kids or remain the same. Like, so, so many aspects of my character, so many aspects of my personality have died since I had kids that I don't care to bring back up. And I'm, I'm honestly thankful, you know, for, for having my daughters because they've made me change so much. But I'm still that dog. You know, I, I'm just a different beast. You know, uh, there's aspects of my character that have taken form and take a shape because of my my daughters there are certain aspects of my character that have taken a back seat while others have taken a front seat and i'm still pulling more so it's it's just very interesting to see how you know things evolve and i evolve over time so for the past two weeks or so i have made an intentional effort to seek discomfort so what does this intentional effort to seek discomfort look like well I've been very, very strict with my eating, my meal planning, my caloric restriction and my caloric deficit, my intermittent fasting, my working out, trying to work out at least, you know, five to six days a week, making time for things I need to do regardless of how I feel. Sometimes that's working out, sometimes that's running. Sometimes that's making a podcast. You know, I might be late at night, I might not feel like doing it, but I made a commitment to myself that I was going to release a podcast every Monday and Friday. So, hey, regardless of how I feel, I'm going to do it. Whether it's the last thing I do or the first thing I do, I'm still going to do it. And lastly, holding myself accountable, whether it's to read a certain amount of pages each day, whether it's to, you know, help somebody out somehow, some way, whether it's to, you know, do something that moves me closer to my dream, closer to my goals, help my family out help somebody in distress, you know, whatever I can do to, you know, make life better for myself, for someone else, you know, that because that's my goal. Ultimately, I'm holding myself accountable to that goal. You know, every day I'm not walking out the house just trying to live on on autopilot. I'm trying to figure out how I can impact somebody's life positively today. And that may include making myself better, you know, by working out, by being consistent. So then when the time comes that I gotta interact with somebody and in whatever form, I can be my best self. And uh, holding myself accountable has been a real big part of that journey. Taking these courses of action have caused me to work long hours, 
have a constant awareness of my surroundings and be cognizant of my time. I've been aware of my surroundings, both in a physical sense and in like a spiritual sense, you know, hey, there's only 24 hours in a day. How am I going to break it up? What could I do to be the most effective in both my career and in my business? How can I put that to the forefront of, you know, the things that I do living purposefully, trying to, you know, get my business up and running, get it running by itself, where it's kind of just automate it and where I can get more people coming in, help more people, serve the community. How can I do it? You know, I'm, I'm constantly aware of of that time, you know, that I'm breaking out in the day and my surrounding. Like, hey, I'm not doing nothing right now. What could I do to make myself more successful? How can I place myself, whether that be physically, emotionally, spiritually? How can I place myself in a different setting or a different surrounding to, to just put myself in a space for creativity or, or set myself up for success and just honing my my skills of awareness, whether again, that's physical, emotional, spiritual, like how do I feel? Why do I feel this way? What perspective do I have in reference to what has happened to me in the present or in the past that is making me feel this way right now? You know, what, what traumas am I going through? What traumas do I have to deal with? You know, it's just being conscious of of all these things, you know, in order to develop myself into, you know, break that cycle of just getting comfortable and getting complacent. Because complacency kills. You know, you think it won't happen to you, or you think, you know, oh, I could just take this day off, or you think, oh, I could just eat this cheat meal. You know, I've been good on my diet for a week, and then bam, you it's been five weeks and you're, you're still not hitting your weight goal. Or, you know, you, you take a day off, and then that day off turns into two weeks. And, you know, it's just being aware, being cognizant of your around surroundings, your being aware of your your the situations internally and externally that you're exposing yourself to and that life is putting you through and time. Because time is our most precious commodity. You know, once you run out of time, that's it. You know, you run out of money, you can always get that back. You you anything else you can get back but time is is final you know once it's gone it's gone you can't get it back there's only 24 hours in a day and everybody has that same 24 hours it's how we use it and manipulate it that determines our success in life and how close or far away we are from our dreams so making these these types of decisions and and taking these courses of action has caused a lot of stress in my life naturally because i'm leaving my comfort zone and when you leave your comfort zone, when, you, when your body departs from something that is, is used to doing, that is, that's commonplace for your body to do, it can get uncomfortable, it can get stressful. But honestly, it's a place that I needed to go back to. It, I needed the reminder. And all in all, you know, I feel good. It's, I didn't die, you know, I'm still alive. Even though I didn't sleep as much as I wanted to, even though I was doing something I didn't want to do. I'm still moving close to my dreams because of a little bit of stress I put myself through. You know, so the way I look at it, either I could have been stressed out not doing what I wanted to do or not doing what I didn't want to do, or I could have not done what I did or not do have done what I'm doing. And then I could have been sitting at home being lazy, not doing anything and being stressed out because, you know, I'm facing the, I'm facing the consequences of the decisions that I didn't make. 
if that makes sense. Like for instance, if you have a bill or if you're having money issues and again, there's 24 hours in a day, you only work eight or whatever, you sleep six. So you still got some more time in the day, you know, and you're, and you're sitting around the house like, oh man, I don't got enough money. You know, I, how am I gonna pay these bills and stuff like that? And I know things come up in life and stuff, but you know, you gotta ask yourself, you know, why am I not working? Why, why don't I have the side hustle, you know? If I got money problems, I can't afford to be sitting on this couch watching Netflix. You know, I can't afford to be at the club or at the bar, you know, going crazy. You know, I need to be getting after it. I need to be, you know, staying up late, you know, trying to to get after it, trying to improve my position, whatever that may be. And I just use money because that's a, a commonality. You know, a lot of people are having money issues. Um, part of that is because of, you know, lack of knowledge it might be lack of discipline and it, it just might be because you need to you know change careers or, or change the environment that you're in because it's not conducive to success but stress isn't always a bad thing you know people say i'm stressed out um and normally that's what a negative connotation to it like we mean that in a bad way but you know when you go to the gym you stress your body out you know when when you go running, you stress your body out. You know, stress stress doesn't have to be bad. You know, again, I think that most of the power, the negative energy that comes from stress is because of the, the connotation of the meaning that we put on the experience that's causing us to stress out. And then that stress is having, you know, physical implications on our body, whatever those may be. So, again, this is just another uh, episode on how this podcast, the stuff we talk about, it all relates to one another. You know, it, it's not different, it's not isolated. You know, it's not, this happened to me and nobody else is going through it. You know, we're all in this fight together. We're all in the war against ourselves. And each day is a different battle. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but you know, when you win, put it in your cookie jar, you know, have use that to build your confidence. You know, have that in the back of your mind that whenever you're going through struggles and hardships, you can always pull that to the forefront and be like, hey, I've, I've been through this. I've won this battle already. I just got to do the same thing. Or maybe you need to revamp it and do something different. And when you take those L's, don't beat yourself up. You know, it's a lesson. You know, what could you have done better? What did you do wrong? Detach from the situation. Look at it logically. Get away from the emotional perspective because the, the emotions can be blinding at sometimes. So, again, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I enjoyed doing it. Um, it, It's good to talk to you guys because I'm learning and I'm making connections just as, as much as I hope I'm imparting them on you. But I hope you have a good day. Take it easy. Until next time. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at A-L-B Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?